0: hi i'm brandon i love new christmas in july movies
1: hey it's panda and i like new christmas in july movies
0: i'm dan and i
2: despise new christmas in july movies
3: hi it's Jax, and i love christmas in july movies that actually take place in july and this is is the 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 hallmark Hallmark Podcast. podcast
0: Oh, (laughs)
2: Wow, <laughs> Wowie zowie. We Wowie all zowie zowie the full zowie. intro there. Whoa. Gosh, we have a special guest. We've not seen her since yesterday. yesterday. That's right. It's it's Jax, everybody. Man.
0: Jax, uh, Jax texted me this morning with a screenshot of one person on Twitter saying, Jax, try to get on some podcast to talk about Campfire Christmas. And she said, <laughs> she just said, do what you will with this brand. And I said, well, oh, you're in. do you want to come on the podcast? And she's like, I can't believe you asked. This so is Jax. What? Is here. This is this is why brand doesn't
2: give out his cell phone number is That's because right. if you text him and ask him to be on the podcast, he just says yes. So that can know about it. Who it is.
3: I was like, yeah, give the people what they want. To be fair, it was one person and I did DM them and say, can you tweet
2: <laughs> Give the person
0: what they want. I actually made the Twitter account
3: this
2: morning.
0: Tweeted it out. Full cycle. Hoping that someone would see it. Uh but Jax, thanks for joining us. I know that your schedule is just jam packed with all the other podcasts that you do. So <laughs>
3: Thank you for having me. Speaking (laughs) of
0: podcasts, Bundle Buzz.
3: What? Thank you guys for your review, by the way. Thank you.
0: I reviewed it. Um, bundle Buzz?
3: What are you talking about? The Bundle Buzz. Oh my I, gosh, Dan.
1: You don't know what about. It? Bu- what is it? It's the new podcast Jax is on about the Bundle Game. What do game, they do on right? there? You
2: know, of course, you could do some deductive reasoning. What do yeah, they do? Don't there? you play
1: the Bundle Game on the podcast, Jax?
3: We do. It's launching in <laughs> August. It's a limited run of only 10 episodes, so I'm not going to be doing it for the rest of my life. Like, I'm going to be doing all the Hallmark podcasting with you guys <laughs> forever. You're stuck with me forever. Yeah. Bundle Buzz is just 10 episodes, and we're so done. You and you and Cass and who else
2: play the bundle it's just game? The
3: two, it's the two of us, and we have guests every episode. So When are we guesting?
2: Uh, <laughs> she already said a crossover,
1: limited <laughs> It's already filled
2: up. It's 10, already f- 10 so true? we didn't get the call somehow. Jax no, no, is on our you show every day. Do a,
3: if you guys want to do a crossover, I'm sure my sister would be over the moon because our entire family is it's like unabashedly obsessed with you guys. <laughs> do you have 10 people lined up already? Is
0: that why it's 10, a limited run of 10?
3: No, no, we have, um, we only have six guests secured so far. We've, we've taped a couple, but there's still room if you guys want to slide on it. Now we're
2: giving her the third degree about like, just <laughs> not, not.
3: But why, not why, why only, why only 10? Why uh, only 10? Because I, I have to focus on, instead of professional podcasting, I, I've like have to focus on inviting myself onto professional podcasts uh, right. as yeah, now yeah, yeah. an amateur podcaster. That's right. Now, is this going to be Kaz's first pod? It is going to be her first You guys time. have never
0: potted together. That's so exciting. We,
3: we've been interviewed a few times, okay. but we've never done our own thing.
0: Wow. Mm. So it's just, it's just you guys playing the bundle game, but for only 10 episodes.
3: Yeah. And it's specific to the people that we're playing with. So we do our little bundle blueprint where we get all the info about yeah. them, and right. then we make a game for them and play it live. Wow. Now, are the, the six guests
0: lies. that you have coming on, are they like of note, or are they just randos?
3: Um, we have some comedians some okay. entrepreneurs okay. um I, I would say uh, of note is interesting there are people with interesting stories okay. that you know are compelling which so is no, why you guys want to come on yeah. <laughs>
2: so we would fit right in <laughs> so to answer your question of note is interesting is quite a line yeah <laughs> of note is an interesting way to say that brand yeah i i, I would say it <laughs> but that is how one way you could say it
3: that is one way you could <laughs> I did
0: write their names down, so technically did take a note. So okay. there you go. Great. Um it sounds like we would fit right in. If yes. you want us to come on, we would we we we'll we it. love yeah. playing games. I'm out.
3: Okay, yeah. so we would love to. So now you're committed and you know, if you're in, you're in. Is, is there a pop bubble?
2: What? <laughs> a pop <pop-a-matic laughs> bubble. Can you pop a bubble?
0: That's the like only with way with the with like the, the trouble. Die? Like okay.
2: The pop matic bubble. Then, and then with the Trouble the, it rhymes. <laughs> Is okay. there a pop o bubble, Jax?
3: For you, Dan, yes.
2: Thank you, but my name is Rick it's Dilby. It's Rick
3: Dilby. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, you guys. Gosh. I can't keep up with the voices that you're doing on the last episode. Um, I'm sorry. The,
0: the voices, voices that we're doing, doing. Wow. Man. Oh, Jax.
2: The, the
3: characters that you are inhabiting. We have a full
2: studio, full full. Cast, uh, I can't believe this. The, like it's that, just that's, as that's, clear as crystal.
0: You got a lot to learn around these parts, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of a lot to learn around these parts, young lady, have we said that Jax is going to be, once Panda departs this uh, earth, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: oh. <laughs> he sheds his earthly coil. That's right.
0: Uh, after Panda <laughs> leaves us, um, uh, Jax is going to be filling in on Thursdays for the Wind Calls the Heart episodes. That's right. And by filling in, I mean she'll be replacing Panda.
2: Yeah. She Permanently. Will, yeah, yeah, that's right. On the Wind Calls the Heart. You'll be yeah. in Hope Valley with us every Thursday.
0: Jax.
3: I sure will, and, and that's the one that Panda's going to have serious FOMO about. Yeah. yeah, that's
0: true. For sure. Panda sure. claims he's going to keep watching yeah. the show. Uh, that's
2: an easy thing to say, knowing you'll never have to like prove What it. if I do?
1: <laughs> what if I do? You, you, and you then might. I decide to come back and do a full so summary this is, review. This
2: is tough, because Panda says a lot of things he doesn't do, but on the other side, he's a completionist. He doesn't like to not finish. Like, if there's a fifth sequel in a movie series... He's going to go even if he hated the third and fourth. The Transformers movies. You and I... We by the fourth one we were like this is utter garbage. Did we line up and see the fifth one? Absolutely, you betcha. We did opening night. Like yes, Thursday night. Yeah. I think it was a yeah a Thursday night.
1: I will take as many beatings as possible because I, if it's a complete set, <laughs> that's I've got right. complete that's right. That's right.
2: You got to complete collect the whole set. Uh, and so I just that I feel is like the I'm thing
1: in. that th- that leads me to believe he may do it, like the butler thing. I've never started a butler thing. Yeah. I'm not going to start yeah. it now. Yeah, 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 Good yeah, heavens, yeah. stop it. Yeah, but. I'm I'm seven deep. Seven deep. That's I, right. I can't yeah. not go eight
2: nine. It's like we always say we're done with Marvel movies and we're like, oh the new Thor's But you but the you, but the, but the difference movie. but
0: this there's gonna be more. So like you're setting yourself up for I this know. this show could potentially go on until the good lord comes
1: back. I know. <laughs> I see and that.
0: if the Hardys have their way, it will be that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: I see it. So they're all unforeseen. Like how many Marvels are there gonna be? Can we
0: stop comparing Wiggle Star <laughs> to Marvel for the love of God? <laughs> it's like Marvel.
1: It's like Marvel. I don't it's know what It's so do. similar to Marvel.
0: <laughs> Hope
2: Valley and Marvel are the same. I what am do you want? I am down to
0: <laughs> s- to talk through who
2: what is. What if who. Jack
1: comes back in a multiverse? <laughs> that would be dope. Uh, yes. <laughs> I love
0: it. And in one universe, Robert's not there, so they choose to stay in that universe. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh Robert. Robert can kick rocks. Robert. That's right. Yeah. Uh you guys want to talk about Campfire Christmas? Yeah. I guess. Campfire Christmas originally aired on July 16th, 2022, and it went a little something like this. We're at Camp Evergreen for Christmas in July, complete with a snow machine as you drive on in and fun things. Uh, It's July 2007, and all the campers are decorating for Christmas. The gang is all wondering where they're going to be in 15 years. That seems very specific. Cut to 15 years, and we meet Peyton, who works at a publishing company. She explains to her boss that she doesn't really do anything big for normal Christmas because her family goes all out for Christmas in July. Her parents do come into town for the holiday, though, and inform Peyton that they're going to retire and they're going to be done running Camp Evergreen, which means no more Christmas in July. Anyone and everyone who's ever participated at Camp Evergreen is invited for this big reunion. Six months later, she's trying to get away from work for the reunion, but her boss is being a little dinker, isn't really interested in publishing her stuff, but does want her to work, 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 work. Uh, But she says if you can pitch something real good, real, real real to you, then maybe you have a chance to be published. Uh, so she goes to the family camp for Christmas in July, and the whole gang is back together. Almost everybody. Her ex Tommy couldn't make it until, uh-oh, he does show up, didn't see it coming. They chat a little bit on the first night. He apologizes for how he ended things. We'll see. She's reading her old journals that she has and gets uh, a flashback to her first kiss under the mistletoe, because Christmas came. Camp. After a big brainstorm, Thomas and Peyton do some crafts to help fix things like the wreath for Capture the Wreath. And they update their uh, themselves on life like... Tommy uh, losing his dad and they end up getting in a glitter fight because how else do you end that conversation about death uh, they have a big camp lighting ceremony where they light up the whole camp not just one little silly tree it's a whole camp light and they uh, it's, it's just, it's just uh, it's all popping. Uh, her parents show off some old pictures from Christmas in July of past years and she comes up with a great idea for a book Christmas in July at Camp Ever Green, the book. She starts to do some research on how the tradition got started, but not before she has some serious uh, capture the wreath Action, uh, And uh, she keeps remembering all these different memories from camps of old, like, you know, Tommy and stuff. Thomas tries to apologize again for how things ended. She's still not having this conversation. Uh, that night, she remembers the first time that Tommy uh, told her that he loves her uh, while looking up at the stars and they kissed. Back in current times, they go back to that same spot, look up at the same stars, technically not the same ones because of time, uh, but then they kiss big ones again. Uh, the next day, she's like, oh, man, I can't do this. I made a mistake. She has a career. I can't just not do that. Going to go ahead and pitch, the, put this on the old back burner because they're going to go pitch this book. She does pitch it. The boss loves the idea but would really like to find another author to write it because as she says multiple times she's just too green too evergreen, evergreen. <laughs> oh. Oh, um God. Well, the campers put on a pretty fantastic play Complete with Corbin Blue and elf ears After the show, he's talking to his buddies And is like, long distance doesn't work So I'm going to find a place in Portland Peyton hears some of that statement Namely the part where he says long distance doesn't work (laughs) Namely not the part where he says I'm going to move closer to her So now she's sad Then her boss calls her and says Hey, I found the perfect writer for your book And Peyton's like, if it's not me, I quit what a day for Peyton. Uh, she tells Tommy uh, that if uh, that it was just a camp fling. No harm, no foul. And he's like, what? I already found a place on Zillow. She offers to take over the camp, but her parents are like, we're selling it to somebody who wants to make this place a destination Christmas tree farm and we can't say no to that. Uh, her first, uh, she gets a call and is like, hey, um, her assistant calls and is like, hey, we should write this book. Let's do this thing together, basically. So I guess she's going to write it. Yay. Uh, She finds out the old tomboy uh, does want to make it work and does want to move to Portland and so she finds him and they kiss as the fireworks fire because also July. Uh, Cut to six months later she gives Thomas a copy of the book early and he gives her a ring via proposal and says that he wants to spend every Christmas with her and she says yes and they kiss and that my friends was Camp Fire Christmas. Christmas. we did it we did do it everybody we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back as we talk more about campfire christmas on deck Deck the the hallmark Hallmark. (laughs) (laughs) guys if i say plastic what's the first thing that comes to your mind i'm eating
1: so much of it (laughs) <laughs> well, were, we're shoveling it down answers. our gullets. Yeah,
0: I think you might be because do you uh, ever get overwhelmed by the number of plastic bottles and containers that you throw away? I know I do. Gosh. Sometimes I sit there and I go, No, ah, plastic! It's a lot well if you answered yes like me I want to introduce you to Blue Land Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single use plastics by reinventing home essentials that are good for you and the planet they have an innovative tablet refill solution that takes up 10 times less space than a traditional bottle wow. and has powerful formulas to keep your home clean and smelling amazing so you grab one of those suckers refill it over and over again you can do their clean essentials kit and everything that you need to get started is in that Blue Land products come in refresh. Signature scents such as iris, agave, fresh lemon, and eucalyptus mint. For a limited time, their hand soaps getting a summer upgrade for three new refreshing scents like strawberry, rhubarb, citrus, and coconut palm. Boy, I like Blue Land; they're wonderful. I I love good smelling stuff. Uh, I'll be honest; don't know the word in citrus patchouli, but I'm patchouli? sure
1: it's patchouli. I'm sure it smells fantastic
0: because everything else at Blue Blueland does, does. And right now you can get 15% off your order when you go to blueland.com slash deck. That's 15% off your order to save the planet with Blueland by going to blueland.com slash deck. That's blueland.com slash deck. We're back, so everybody. You said citrus, and then looked frozen.
2: Went no, I'm <laughs> oh, not reading. No, it. what was it? Give me the letters. I it's think panta. Patchouli is it patchouli. But you also earlier said iris agave. Yeah, that's accurate. So like agave nectar With from an like, like iris like a, a flower. flower. Yeah. Huh
1: never heard of it that's well, a nice that's a nice uh, cross iris cross agave that's okay. right well iris agave sounds like the last uh, goo, goo dolls did <laughs> am i right, <laughs> right. Oh, oh. oh
0: yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, guys let's talk about campfire christmas and let's start with the hot take panda i can already feel the fireplace crackling I feel the tabs <laughs> being closed <laughs> panda what do you think about this movie give us that hot take baby
1: guys listen what I liked about this movie is is a change of pace from the traditional Christmas movie mm-hmm. it is uh it takes place at a camp which I thought was was cool it's not like Christmas camp that was uh you know the Bobby Campo classic
2: Bobby Campo that, that Brandon said was the best movie he'd seen all year at that. Correct.
1: Point. Yes. Uh, it was a Stand real by. Christmas in July situation where he was, <laughs> oh. uh, that aged well too. Mm. Um, so, you know, and I, I, really enjoyed the leads. I enjoyed, uh, a lot of the chemistry and dynamic. I liked the B characters in this. I was all well and good. So my only reservation with this movie, even though I think it, it was, fun. I, I think overall I enjoyed it was it took place in July. Like at the end of the day, <laughs> it's, it's a struggle for me to call this a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas adjacent movie. And and listen, I'm I'm here for it. I Boy, love that they tried something new. That
2: is a uh, scalding take. It's a ridiculous take. I from you of all people, I cannot believe this is happening. I, but I'm here for it. I, I, I just, wanna be clear, I'm here for it but man I didn't see it coming
1: it's fine and so for me this movie is you know it, it, was, it was fun it was good uh, but for me did it give me all of the Christmassy feels no it didn't um, the aesthetic wasn't there that brings it home for me as much and I think it's just a cold boy thing it's a cold boy thing look
0: at Bran <laughs> Jax what do you think
3: um i'm gonna push back directly on that i don't want christmas feels i want christmas in july feels Sorry. and this is the first time that a christmas in july movie has actually taken place in july True. so i'm here for it um i'm just teasing you panda no, it's okay. you I, I, I get what you're back. saying
1: you can push back <laughs> it's fine. <I'm> not hurt. <laughs>
3: Um, I grew up loving Salute Your Shorts, Camp Nowhere, Bug Juice. Does anyone remember that reality TV series that was on Disney Channel where it took place at an actual camp? Yes. I love nostalgia like now and then. So this movie pushed all of my buttons. I'm a theater kid. I love all of Anna White's movies. She's like one of my favorites. So yeah, this one for me, I I was, you know, all across the board, chef's kiss, hard eyes. I was loving it and I was so excited to talk about it that I begged to be on this podcast <laughs> and paid someone to tweet that I should be
0: You had to give the person what they want that's right yeah. the person that shout out the person. Um, yeah so wow um <laughs> I as someone who uh, grew up Brand is accepting the
2: award for For whatever it is. Wow. (laughs) I want to thank God for it. For the first time, I never thought in a million years that when I sat down to watch Campfire Christmas. I just
0: want to say, first of all, as somebody who grew up going to summer camp. (laughs) The mean streets of
2: Titusville, Florida.
0: And um, loving Christmas. Like, I would have died for this camp, to be real. Like... (laughs) the amount of money that I would have begged my parents to pay to go to this type of camp would have been hundreds of dollars because I didn't really know what money was, but (laughs) I would have begged them and uh, it maybe would have worked out for me. I, I loved this camp. I love Christmas in July camp. I'm here for it. I love the idea of, uh, you know, going as an adult and uh, celebrating Christmas and seeing some old pals and camp, Man, I loved it, uh, and I do, like I I think that challenge accepted and accomplished with trying to get Christmas feels at a summer camp in July. I I don't know what else they could have possibly done to give you Christmas feels aside from having snow which isn't going to happen because it's july this movie threw up christmas on screen aside from the snow it's it is i i I, i've never been more offended on behalf of um, a generation than a I am th- than I, than right. I am right now. What generation? Uh, my generation. <laughs>
1: your generation? <You're> talking about <laughs> I'm talking about my generation. generation. Okay.
0: Uh, okay. I really, really enjoyed this movie a lot. I loved it. And uh, give me a, a Christmas in July camp any day of the week.
2: So this movie does distinguish itself and sets itself apart as one of a kind on Hallmark. I don't think mm-hmm. there's ever been another... Camp Christmas in July movie? <laughs> I'm getting choked up when I talk about it. something was stuck in my Brother, throat. you good? I'm good. I breathed in, I knew there was no way out of it. There's nothing I could do. <laughs> it's not happening you and i was like, like <laughs> I looked at you like I don't know how you're gonna help me, but I looked at you. Uh, it distinguishes itself as being the only like Christmas in July movie. Yeah. Um, that is about Christmas in July and Uh not about Christmas in Christmas time. It does not distinguish itself as a good movie, uh, though, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, I'm with Panda on this. A water balloon fight in place of a snowball fight because it's July is a good idea unless you're telling me this is supposed to be a Christmas movie. I understand why people like this movie. It's the same reason they like talking about their time at summer camp when they were a kid or whatever. if those were very important like fun moments for you seminal moments in your life then this is gonna probably work i guess i had fun at summer camp none of this really did it for me i will say this it does appear that everyone working on this film had a ball they all were having fun doing whatever it is they're doing um but it was kind of shoddily put together it was almost like they knew it was the only Christmas in July movie that had ever been made and so they could get away with murder they could get away with whatever they wanted and so they did and so you know it it didn't do much for me uh I got to watch it with Bran and that that did something for me because he was having the time of his life um but but personally uh you know I actually thought wildly enough that the the Tori and Corbin's characters when they were like 17, 18, those two kids had a ton of chemistry mm-hmm. and uh, it would have almost been well, a better a...
3: hormones were a rage. <laughs>
2: but that, yeah, the, but I mean, it they, was summer camp. <laughs> Wasn't it was almost like they weren't even acting Jax. It was like, they're really I at summer it. camp. Uh, <laughs> really? But like if that, it, it's almost like if the movie had like those two, every time those two were on screen, I was like, man, these two kids really love each other. Like they like are, are passionate about this whole thing. Um, and it's not that, that Tori and Corbin didn't do a good job. It's just, I don't know. Like That's when the movie felt most like a movie to me. The rest of it felt like, what could we do to make this Christmas in July? And so it seemed more like a gimmick than a movie. And while everyone was having fun, it didn't, it didn't work for me. So there you have it.
0: I'm, uh, I I want to go on the record and say give me gimmicks all day long. <laughs> I, I know that's going to come as a big surprise to everybody, great but uh, I myself am myself uh, in quite the gimmick. Um, let's start with uh, all the feels for the Panda. What do you think about the feels in this one? Did you get anything in your cold, cold art?
1: Yeah, I, I got a few things. Thank okay. you, brand for being so unbiased. And I love that. Uh, and the host. That's great. Uh, a couple of things. First of all, i want to commend the location of this it is beautiful. The camp is gorgeous. I He's love
2: commending that. the location. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Good job. Location. we've got one location, location commendation. Yep. One, put one. it on the big put board. Up, up. Uh, all the locations are watching with le- bated breath <laughs> to see if it get commended <laughs> by it Panda. Does.
1: It does. It's and, attractive and, uh, land, Panda. It's attractive land. Thumbs up Lord. for that land. Uh, thumbs up to God for making it. Big. Thumbs up big to the up, location so scouts for finding it. Good job. Uh, uh, also, uh, when uh, they kiss on the dock, or, uh, man, that is just, my goodness, that is uh, Camp Feels for Days. Loved it. Uh, they are adorable. I thought that was great. and mm-hmm. really enjoyed
0: that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jax?
3: Um, I would say I had a lot of feels with the Beckett-Chris storyline and a line that really got me. And I think that if if you grew up queer, if you are queer, you can really relate to this. Um, when Jeffrey Boyer Chapman's character says, I'm finally getting that camp moment you all got and I never had. Mm. And I think that a lot of queer people can like wish they had a time machine so they could go back in time and have all of these really pivotal coming of age moments that a lot of their peers get to have that they don't have. And this was sort of like this beautiful, like it was a time machine that they could go back and have that. So when when he had that conversation with his BFF, Peyton, I was getting all the feels. So I really liked it.
0: It's a shame that that uh, like that storyline and the two leads like were great, and the other friend group storyline was like so boring. Yeah, the one it about was the like kids was it was real like bad. Oh, man, almost, yeah. we got yeah. we got two really great storylines. Let's bring in a third and, and the those, flashback and the flashbacks like, like Yeah, but then
2: that that other every yeah. time there that other group the married couples on the screen you're just like
0: yeah. Hey, boy. Um, I, uh, I agree. I thought the younger couples, every time they did the flashbacks, I, I got feels. Um, but I also would love to know where I can get one of these sweet, sweet camp evergreen jerseys with the patch on it. I loved it. Thought it was awesome. I would buy them if it was I ironed on at TJ Maxx. It was a, van- they're like, where it, can I buy it? It was a fantastic patch. <laughs> Crank Camp Evergreen with a little nice tree and whatnot.
1: Buddy, I think you could probably actually could find do, that patch yeah. anywhere. They did not make that special. No, <laughs> okay, they
0: did make that special. Okay, Chief. They made that special. All right, buddy. You think they didn't make that special?
1: Yeah, I don't think they did It was that
0: pretty basic. You're basic.
2: Yeah, fair.
1: More than fair. Where, yeah.
0: Go ahead, Pan-Dan. 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 Um, <laughs> I pan-dan. Did
2: love the... The most authentic line in the movie I thought was when Chris tells Beckett he had a crush on him and like he says it and almost blurts it out, which I think is great. But my other feels for this movie, which is interesting that you brought up like queer kids at camp that, you know, like didn't have the same experience. This was the first time watching one of these movies that I didn't feel the inclusion to be historic. Like it just felt normal to me. Um, which was wonderful. Like that's a great feels to have, but it didn't feel like, oh, they're bold here. They're going to include a a, a gay couple. It was just like, it felt very much a natural organic part of this. It didn't feel historic. It didn't feel like landmark. It just felt like it was there and a part of it. And I thought that was great. Like I was really, really happy that that was just a normal part of this. And in all honesty, kind of, sort of, steals some of the momentum from Tori and Corbin when it comes to the relationship side of things. Uh, but yeah, aside from that, not a whole lot going on. For me. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take one more quick break and we'll uh, come back and we'll do the Wait, What's, and What the Hallmark here on Deck the Hallmark. Rick, how are you doing with Jack's not knowing your name? Well, it hurts.
2: Uh, it hurts, <laughs> and I, I, uh, I'm trying to get over it as best I can, drowning my sorrows uh, with a few with a few packs of menthols, and I'm I'm doing my best, yeah. um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to move past it, uh, forgive and forget, uh, <laughs> and 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 I'm see so if sorry, I can Rick. mend this relationship. And then she just called me Rick, Rick, which she, she called him Rick. It's it's almost <laughs> like she's doing it on purpose. And and I don't know who that one person was that tweeted for her to come on the show. She's already on the show once a week. I, contractually, I can't appear in the deck of Netflix. Uh, it's the one thing in true. my contract that, that doesn't work true. out. Now she's on here. I try to come in. I help her out. She is, gonna, she, she is going to. She does nothing.
0: She is going to be at Bramblefest. Are you going to? I know you got Boss Baby Fest, but I'll gonna, do my
2: best to come over and say hello. But there's no promises. Okay. <laughs>
0: It's rig. And she's going to be that's
2: on When so. Calls the Heart every week, yeah. you said.
0: Yeah, and you make a. Yeah, that's actually your busy week. Yeah, that's you your busy always day. ask me how I'm
2: doing on that day. Yeah, it's
0: R I G G. Double G. Rig. 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 Rig Dilby. <laughs> rhymes with Rig. Yeah. Rig Mig. rhymes with Rig. Yeah, Rick. Uh, so, time for the yeah. wait, what? It's part of the show we talk about what in this movie made we'll us go have wait. Have what? It does rhyme with Rig. Absolutely. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: Rick <laughs> over here. It's unbelievable. Uh, Panda? Um, so this camp is baffling to me. Oh yeah, um, I get that. This, so uh, let me be clear because I know that we'll we, we'll get comments that sit there and go, "No, everyone was invited back." Th- that's fair. I get it. Everyone's invited back for this, but nevertheless, there is a preponderance of um, a lack a lack of, if you will. There's a
2: preponderance of a lack of
1: <laughs> a preponderance
2: of a lack of or
1: a lack of
2: preponderance is a lot of.
1: Yeah, a lot of. There's a lot a of adults. Lack. Or a lack of children. Whatever <laughs> yeah, what you yeah, want to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, So, uh, so either a lot a, of adults a a or not. Of a lo- ch- there's a ton of adults. There's not a there's lot kids. There's no kids. There's hardly any there's kids. There's a few. I told Brandon, I was a a like, so this
2: is just all the old, like the people that remember the camp. Yeah. yeah some some of them brought But some this is what's confusing is
1: because they said this is our last year for this week, which would make you think that, okay, if they've been consistently gang campers throughout... Like this would have a, the normal number of campers with some adults yeah. sprinkled in. You, it would be then, campers
2: eighteen to forty
1: five, right? Uh, which is essentially what it amounts to. Now, with that <clears throat> said, um, the adults, I, I, I would feel as a parent who has sent my child to this camp this year that my kid has really missed out on the the theater experience for this <clears throat> week. Why? Because the adults literally take over everything. Yeah. Everything I, I was for these under, poor
2: teenagers. I was under the impression that this was just an adults' camp. Like this week was just an
0: adults'. Reunion. I think it was. I, I, I think any it was kids out just. There. there were some kids. There were some kids I, and teenagers. But I, so those here's were the what:
2: sons and daughters of the adults that were there. That was my. Yeah, understanding. I think that's probably what it was. So I think I, it was just think a it's reunion. A kids
0: camp. I think it was just a reunion of like, uh, of, from back in the days. Of old. (laughs) I don't know what the cutoff is because a reunion implies all all
2: people that went to the camp when they were kids. These are right. But a reunion. But
0: what's the cutoff? Like a reunion technically is anyone who's ever been to the camp. But yes. they also
1: made it sound like this was just a normal week of camp, but they were adding extra people in. Oh, they didn't, oh didn't no, seem I, like I was was a, under
2: the impression that they're doing one big last hurrah for all the people that went to camp when they were kids. Okay. So but a reunion also
0: implies that like kids that, that when, came... When they
2: were 19, 18 could come when they were 19 for this, if they went last sure. year.
0: Yeah. Or
2: just but, kids. Yeah. I, it's I, a reunion. But like everybody there is an adult. Yeah, I know. Like everyone. nobody there was a kid. There were no 12 year olds running around there.
1: Everybody was an adult. They they had some teenagers. They did have some. They had some teenagers running around. They even had a couple like younger kids running around, which, you know. Could uh, be the kids of the people. Fair enough. And that's fair. Uh, That's fine. Uh, I want to talk. The final thing I want to point out here is the wreath chasing game.
2: Yeah, that they call Capture the Wreath.
1: Capture the Wreath. Mm -mm. I am confused. (laughs) Yeah, we all are. By the rules. Of this game. Uh, at one point in the flashback, she stops and she has a full conversation with Thomas, Peyton does. Uh, and uh, I was watching the kids behind them because obviously it's all centered on the wreath, right? Yeah. And the wreath is the thing. Well, they would stop, they're having a full conversation, but the kids behind them are just running around in circles, tapping one another. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But there's also a flag that you can grab. Yeah, like flag football. Yeah. I don't understand what's happening here. And there are uh, multiple wreaths. And there's multiple <laughs> wreaths. Uh, and they're stealing flags out of each other's pockets. around. It doesn't make sense. It's either flag football and there should be one wreath or... I, it just it doesn't reminded make sense. me of like, like a,
2: a a very complicated Ultimate Frisbee game. Yes. Weirdly enough. And we do have our Ultimate Frisbee expert Cody. Hey guys, Cody
0: cool. Fris, how's it going, guys? Cody, now yeah. you were
2: running Ultimate Frisbee games around the country from prison. No doubt, baby. Uh and you had a few you wanted to clarify two things for us. Right. And then give us a couple announcements of some games you got coming. Yeah, a couple
0: up. clarifications real quick. Lucky charms are back in.
2: Okay, no. <laughs> clarifications about capture the wreath that they were playing no, the i don't movie. got nothing
0: on that so that no. has nothing to do with this at all right all right you want to go ahead with your announcement cotton catered grapes aren't grapes <laughs> yeah um a couple of events real quick christmas in july at the bronx center in los angeles <laughs> it's happening july 25th 2023 <laughs> plenty of time to get your hell out what? there what's the, gotta go guys what's the format Three-on-three, ho-ho-ho, Santa's coming to town. Got to go. Okay.
2: All right. <laughs> Great.
0: Great. Yeah. Glad we did I it. Love I love that cleared it right up. Yep. <laughs> um, Jackson, anyway, what's for you?
3: Wait, so half the reason I was coming on here was so that that my sports boys uh, could help me with my big question. This ain't sports, Jax. You guys know my biggest thing. You know, in high school, I was only cheering for wrestling, and that was my biggest exposure to sports. So I really thought that that you guys would be able to help explain capture the wreath, football, whatever was happening. But apparently everyone's as confused as I am what I what I thought was interesting is that I don't trust um, young women's journals and yeah. I do think that there could have been a little bit of revisionary history going on yeah. there yeah, I know but, but, but. my journals are full of lies and my own like inflated sense of self and ego so I guess I would want to know like was she kind of like lying in there? But yeah, I th- thank you for trying. Thank you, Panda, for bringing it up and helping us work through this together. But I'm not any more clear on the I rules or exactly that, what happened. And I'm not,
2: look, I, I'm on a, I appreciate a, a Hallmark movie review podcast. I'm not trying to throw stones here, but I do think that this particular game was created by someone who was a theater kid that thinks about what sports might be like. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Like it was like you know how they quidditch in Harry Potter <laughs> What if wreaths
0: and flags because they also had like 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 paintball bounce like inflatables and stuff yes. like you see it like on a paintball course It's a mess out there gang
2: like but there's no rhyme or reason to this It's at a all. combo Sheila of flag
0: football um, capture the flag paintball yeah, okay. Ultimate Frisbee's in there, too.
1: Ultimate Sheila mentioned that in their Facebook Live, Tori and Corbin admitted no one really knew what was going yes. on in that scene. Yeah. Okay, they were great. just having fun. Yeah. Great. okay good it was like
2: what if all the theater kids got the chance to be a part of the sports stuff yeah (laughs) it's basically (laughs) what it was and that's great
3: dream that's wonderful
2: (laughs) but i mean if we could come up with some sort of consistent rules about this yeah would be wonderful you can't do it you got to capture the wreath though i know that
3: much Uh, no dan honestly if if we came up with some consistent rules i would never win any sporting (laughs) games so this is a game that i would like to play that's right you're like that that's fair did you did you win yes
2: i sure (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, I did.
3: Uh Jax, do you have any more? No.
0: Right. No, thank you. Airtight. Um I remember my journal's growing up. There was so like, uh, yeah. something like there uh, was something like dear god. Uh, I boy, promise a prayer journal. I, oh, of course. Sheesh. I, I promise.
3: Say, I must I must I must increase my bust. But yeah. I guess that was just me. And are you there, <laughs> god, it's me, Margaret? Mine
0: <laughs> you
2: and not us. <laughs>
0: Mine was more like I promise to write in this every day and then in 3 weeks I say god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm so
1: sorry. God, all five pages were taken oh. up in your journal. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: it was wild out there. <laughs> um, so I I know that I grew up going to church camp, and there are certain you know limitations in that, and so my my uh, camp background is clouded with that. But the amount of time that these two children are alone at night, out in the open. So from me as a church camp goer, it seemed like uh, a lot. Dude, you could you could get alone with people at church camp. No, we had a you strict- You could get alone with people we, at church we camp. Had, Not out in the open. That was a woods situation, baby. That <laughs> was could, a that was a having the devos Panda, in the woods.
1: No girl ever wanted to be alone with <laughs> Yeah, so it wasn't a problem. <laughs>
0: that's fair.
2: But to be fair, I mean, in the 20s and 30s, the rules were a lot stricter <laughs> on <when laughs> <you> could, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh boy
1: was the
0: spanish flu was going around uh,
1: yeah. you had to be very careful.
0: i um <laughs> i couldn't believe that there was a musical dance number there was a musical dance number that didn't include corbin blue dancing at yeah. all get your head in the game Hallmark. get your head in Good the freaking game um, so the two people, the, the married couple that we all uh, didn't love, um, they're so like they're this whole thing, the whole movie is like, oh gosh, kids. What? We have jobs. <laughs> and this guy's solution for how they can bring a child into the world is by hiring someone to handle their day-to-day so, they so that they can them. have a baby. And my question is, have you never met a parent ever? <laughs> you just freaking figure it out. You can't just hire someone to handle your entire life so that you can have a baby. His only
2: experience with how to parent is the Macaulay
0: culture can film
2: richie rich yeah i <laughs> was just the, like yeah they hired there's a butler that, that takes care of this kids we either have to do that or we have to hire somebody to do the company and we can do the we can't do
0: both we can't there's do Shibou both. Way. yeah <laughs> yeah we can't do both we gotta hire somebody to do the day-to-day forever <laughs> the day, yeah the day-to-day. um and at the very end she hands them um a mock-up of the book and that mock-up has a full barcode on the back of it but that's not yeah not a mock-up
2: yeah um I have no idea what the temperature is outside at camp evergreen and it's driving me nuts based upon wardrobe. It could be anywhere from 40 to 90 degrees. There are people that are bundled up flannels, sweaters, and there are people in shorts and a t-shirt. And I just, I, I need some sort of consistency here. Like, how cold is it in July and where is it? Where are they? The men in Tonka? Where are they? I don't know where they are. But it feels like everyone is in their own little temperature bubble in this movie and it drives me nuts. Look, I know that there's a lot on our lead lead girls plate. I know that. But for the love of everything good and decent, how does it take you half the movie? to come up with a personal story that is writing about your parents and Christmas in July. All the, her editor, her, her boss is like, you just need to write stuff that's more personal to you. And she's just like, well, gosh, I don't have anything. <laughs> like, according to this movie, her mom is the founder of Christmas in July. They say that in this movie. Miriam Baker, the founder of Christmas in July. How did it take you half the movie to be like, you know what? I got it. I'll write about my parents founding Christmas in July. It takes way too long, but you know what? Give her a break. She is one of those assistants that has her own corner office with a window in New York city. <laughs> so God bless you for that. Um, I, you know, uh, at one point there's a flashback and they're all working on some sort of craft or something. And, uh, Corbin blues character, who the younger version of him, uh, debt, uh, I don't remember the character's names at all. The friend gets his hands stuck together with crazy glue, and he's like, what is this? And Corbin Blue's character says, I just combined all of the strongest glues together. Yep. Why? Why did you do that? If they're all the strongest, to make glues, mega glue, I don't think that's how that works.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. All it the
2: strongest glues are already the strongest glues, right? Like if you just spray in a big cauldron, still strong. No, nah, it's the all-star team. It's the mega glue. <laughs> it's the it's all-star the me- team. It's of like glues. Optimus Prime. Yeah. They, get, they, they come to all the Transformers come together to make mega glue. It rips your fingers right off your skeleton. <laughs> yeah, <it does. laughs> Why in the world did you combine all the clues? That's the dumbest even for a 17 year old that's stupid well. why would you do that like if you're eight i could buy it like you know what i was thinking dad mega glue but like you're like you can drive dude you can drive a car combining all the glues together doesn't make this
0: I'm just, potion of glue have we tried
1: it let me ask you a question is this a situation where the highest glue gets top and then it just gets like they all come in like it's
2: like top. I've got gorilla glue, I've got crazy glue, I've got super glue.
1: You don't is it thirty three percent each? Is it thirty three? Or <laughs> does like the top glue? Do they all become only no? As toughest, he says the he combined. Glue? Yeah, exactly. They all the, the, it does nothing at all.
0: This so is so you're not saying there's no way to improve the on the top strongest glue?
3: glue? No. Yeah. So you that's get why it's it. the strongest. Yeah, but how did it become the strongest? Because it's I think it's a PR, it's a PR campaign. Each, each group thinks are the strongest.
2: So I combined them all, and I made the super-duper strongest. I, I'm,
3: just all right, saying, all right. I'm
0: just saying there might be something here.
1: Pause. Let me ask you a hypothetical, and this will tell me everything I need to know moving forward. About Imagine you. you take the strongest glues all together you mix them all imagine, together right yeah all right imagine and like then, it happened and in then the movie. that's a that's a real thing you've created that and, and then, it, then i make another batch but then <laughs> i make another batch of the world's strongest glue But bye hear me out i add one drop okay of elmer's glue
2: uh, which it, would be stronger? Stronger, it wouldn't be as strong because elmer's glue sucks and we all know that which one's stronger though? but what if we combine those two glues wouldn't that be even the super duper duper strongest <laughs>
0: So, Panda, I, I, I see. Pa- door I, of I do see what Panda's saying here, though, is because it's Elmer's glue. While it is the worst glue, it is still sticky. But and
1: I'm, so it I'm adds a and drop if you add of it to sticky. The strongest is it now like it ultra doesn't. sticky plus
2: glue, glue is glue. Is it it's like being like fight? I made. I got this Velcro and this Velcro and stacked them on top of each other. But here's my what thing: Velcro strong is is how, Velcro. You know, so, but here's what
0: happened: <laughs> Gorilla Glue one day saw Super Glue and said, "What if we were better?" <laughs> and so they figured out a thing. And so what if we <laughs> said, you know what? Super glue does have something, and we can bring that to the table. Combine <laughs> it with Gorilla Glue, you get Super Gorilla, yeah. hoo, hoo, ha. And
1: then I it's a whole other all thing. the same
2: glue with different names. Maybe, okay, maybe not.
1: beats the Elmers. Elmers, Elmer's
2: beats, beats the, crazy. the Crazy. Crazy beats Gorilla, so three, two, one. Right. Tie, you Tie die. die. Tie, you die. That's night. right. Oh, man. I got one more, and this okay. is a biggie. This is the big one. We talked about it when it happened. I did a full count because I knew it was coming. Even Bran knew it was coming. Um, this is the ultimate classic trope in these movies that is the most unrealistic thing in the world. Now, Brand did point out that the other one was more unrealistic because they're just standing around the corner. I don't remember the movie it was from. But in this movie, Corbin Blue's character looks at his buddy and goes, Yep, I thought about the relationship with her. Long distance didn't work then and it won't work now. And then he doesn't say anything for 11 seconds. <laughs> he stops for 11 full seconds and then says, so I'm going to buy an apartment in Portland. Like what he literally is like, long distance didn't work then and it doesn't work now.
3: I think the Wi-Fi was bad, and he was waiting for it to low <laughs> okay. so he could say it at just the right. But time. But you know what? Even
2: if you're getting your phone out and you're scrolling to find the apartment, <laughs> Jax, you'd be like, don't go. Jax. I tried. Yeah, but, There's no budget but on this. You guy. would be like. Even if you wanted to show him the apartment, you would be like, "Hey, long distance didn't work then. It's not going to work now." But let me show you. Something. Let me show you. You don't pause for eleven seconds just in case Tori is listening, and that gives her time to make her quick escape to cry in the woods. You don't do that. Like that's that's a really that that is a very uh, unbelievable uh, time for eight and eleven second pause. I would say. And as soon as he finished the line, I started counting out loud. But because I knew it was coming. I knew exactly what was happening here. Seen 400 of these. Here it comes. And so that was really, really bad. That's <laughs> the last one I got.
0: Uh, it's time for what the Hallmark is part of the show. We wonder what could have been maybe happening some clear questions that we still have. Panda, what are uh, you wondering about?
2: Oh uh, Yeah,
1: there's a discussion about turning the camp into a destination Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: everybody's. Uh, <laughs>
1: what?
2: What is it?
1: I, I am at a loss. Because traditionally, if, and, and help me out here, When you go to a Christmas tree farm, you're not traveling super, super far because... You, you know, get you get that need to take back. The, yeah, you need to take it back. Now, that <laughs> seems, if it's a destination, destination implies this is going to take me a while to get there uh, in some sense. Yeah, and right? also that
2: it would be more than, like, we had something that just came to Greenville. It was actually easily called Christmas on the Farm here. And it was right. this really fun thing where you pick your tree out, and then they chop it down for you, and you go, and the kids can roast marshmallows. Yeah, but it was, I love it was that. open just after Thanksgiving for four days, and you could maybe spend three hours there. Not a successful business model for a year you're long. You know what? It's in.
0: actually a pretty great idea to to use a a running camp as a, as also a destination Christmas tree. Yeah. Camp. Because you're yes. probably not running much program during the cold but months.
2: Th- there has to be some sort of good, like, specific weather to grow these trees, though, right? Like, like, you know, you'd have to have... You can't just show up and part-time grow Christmas trees. I mean, we worked with someone whose parents for... Fifty yeah. years ran a Christmas tree farm, and it was a full time gig. Yes. And they finally just retired and sold it yep. because it's a full time job. It, you never, like you never work. stop working, and so you can't just be like, "Let's well, we'll do the blob and the zip line <laughs> for the summer, and then we'll get back to the 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 Fraser furs." Like I don't think you can do that. I don't think that's yeah, how that works. Yeah.
3: Wait, can I can I ask a follow up? Because I don't understand much like sports, I don't understand Christmas tree farms. You have to return the tree. No, 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 no. no. The
2: Christmas tree farms are (laughs) there so you can go and pick. So there's two extremes. One is, you know, the Home Depot parking lot. Christmas tree for, for 30 bucks that has six needles on it. And the other extreme is go out into the forest with your bare hands and your ax and chop down a tree. The Christmas tree farm lies somewhere in the middle of that spectrum where you go, the tree is still in the ground and you say, I want this one. And then the people working there, chop it down, haul it up to the front. They give you a tag, you show up with your truck or whatever they throw it in the back and you feel as though you've outdoorsed for the day. And so okay. there are a lot of those in the like not in like big cities but in out like you could find probably three or four christmas tree farms within yep. a, a day's drive of us to go and do this and spend your your oh, in day. in New
3: York City I just get it on my corner. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So you that, go to the okay, corner and get right. the
2: tree. Yeah yeah a yeah, different story yeah. altogether. I, I like I the idea of get it out of the, the ground. Tree. Yeah. Well, you should return it. You should let someone grind it for the good no, of the No, 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 no.
1: I would have them return it and then put it back up. You duck tree that you, sucker. You duck tree. Yeah. You, duck, you tree. duck tape it. Tape it. Tape it. You duct yeah. tape it right back up. You right can back. reuse it.
0: Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, Jax, do you have a What the Hallmark?
3: Um, I guess I just want to know more about Beckett and Chris's relationship status. And like, if they've started a podcast, Had they got viral on TikTok? Like what's going on with them? Are they collaborating artistically? They I, I would be. watch a movie about the two of them. They've got to be, but New York, LA, are they by coastal what, What's happening there?
0: That's true. We didn't get a lot of, uh, Mm-mm. clarification there. Um, no. I would just love to know if there is a summer camp out there that does a full blown Christmas in July a uh, week that's also for adults. Uh, reach out. Let's uh, <laughs> We're
3: let's just for adults. Let's
0: collab. Let's do something. Let's do wait, something Brand, together.
3: Bran, couldn't you guys put one on? I'm sure. I'll help oh, you. Well, I
0: think we probably.
2: I'll could. run the
3: theater program. Yeah, and you guys could do the sports and yeah, all the other things. Music. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Um, also, I would love to give a quick. Uh, apparently, uh, Corbin Blue was in the dance, and I missed it. But I think that in and of itself is a should problem. Tell you everything you need. Yeah. To f- yeah. That's he not your fault he should have gotten a solo. Yeah. A solo um, dance.
2: So uh, I just need to know how much Tori makes as uh, an assistant, like what her salary is, for a number of reasons. I think, one, that office and that apartment is both very impressive for someone who's an assistant. But also, her boss thinks so highly of her and is such a narcissistic monster that is con- she is continually turning down her manuscripts, even though they're great – to keep her as an assistant. And what I don't understand is is that if you're someone if the boss in that situation is trying to make the best possible books, that's how she gets paid. It's not how efficiently her assistant works. It's how good of a book can I create. If these Pitches are really great, and she's just lying to her to keep her in that job. Yeah, that's
1: dirty. dirty. I mean,
2: uh, there's so many
0: questions about the hierarchy of how that runs that I just
2: I would love to have answers to. Yeah,
0: I keep looking over at you, real quick, Dan, and for some reason, the way that your headphones are, and also the way that they're like. Light is hitting him. It looks like drool is just coming down from you. You know, it's <laughs> been a tough day. Which I love. It grief. gives me a good chuckle every single time. Um, and I would thought I think we can all agree that Tori Anderson's fantastic. And we'll she, she was, was wonderful. I love great. it. She was. Yeah. And Corbin Blue's Corbin Blue. Get your head in the game. Get your head in the game. Um,
3: uh, we're On d- this together. <laughs>
0: yeah. Gosh, mean I can't bad. wait. Uh, Jax, are you? Were you a big um, uh, High School Musical?
3: Uh, was I the star of every musical when I was in high school? Yes. Was there a small pool of people to pick from? Also, yes.
2: <laughs> I love
3: it. Do I still brag about it to this day? Because my list of accomplishments in high school is pretty short. You betcha. You
0: betcha. Yeah. Yeah. But also yeah. wrestling cheerleading. So <laughs>
2: don't
0: Pin him. forget. Pin him. Uh Payne, it's on. time for the double decker of the week. Oh it's man. where you do the deep dive into a double decker. Last week's was legendary. Let's see if we can uh, follow that up. And by we, I mean, let's see. what. Yeah, they... the
1: deep dive is. Uh, guys, listen, I, I you're I not making anything these up. about it. No. I'm not making them yeah. up.
0: I, I, or is he going to
2: double down on the elaborate pun department? Don Salyers. Salyers. Don's been around a while. Salyers. Yeah. I'm going to go with Salyers. S-A-L-Y-E-R-S.
0: What do you think?
1: Uh, what do you know? Uh, Don's Dawn's two thumbs up. Two okay. thumbs
2: up for Don. Great. D-
1: yeah. And uh, le- let me go ahead and say this. Uh, Don... Uh, is always looking looking out for, for the little kids. She's always watching out for them, making sure that the kids all have a good time. What kids? Just kids in general. Okay, sure. Uh, She's so,
0: always making sure kids are having yeah, a yeah, good yeah, time? That's yeah. great. So
1: uh, at the beach, she sells microwaves. Oh, my gosh.
0: Okay. Uh, That's weird.
1: Why is that weird? It's just
0: a weird thing.
1: So it's almost, yeah, it almost is
0: too perfect. <laughs> for I don't know. It just seems like something's going to happen with it. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, that seems that's okay, ridiculous. Okay, go ahead. I'm so, I'm so it's sorry. I'm micro, sorry. It's yeah, called microwaves. microwaves. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Uh, so there's a little section for kids where they could go on in, and she just makes microwaves for them so yeah. that they can enjoy all the water. And so
0: that that so what she does is she oh, sells them. Oh, no, so no, 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 no. She makes little waves. But she said she sells them.
1: Yeah, she sells So you can't go in for
2: free and get little waves to hit your child. You have to pay extra yes. money on the ocean? Yes. For little waves? Yes. Dawn, you monster. How is that a monster, game? You're Dan? trying you to want make want kids money? to be taken out by a typhoon, you no. monster? Typhoon? A typhoon. Wow. Wow. <laughs> We're just trying to get kids to have fun at the ocean and not pay a dime. Is so all you're I'm saying
0: if to. there's a typhoon mm-hmm. coming, like the microwaves are still, still fine? She could do it. How wow. much for,
1: per wave, Panda? Uh it's uh, it's twenty five cents per microwave. There's a lot that goes into it, though. <laughs> yes, what goes micro- into it? Wave. She has to she has to go on out there, and then she she's doing the little the little push of. The she wave. has to
2: get the water separated, right? She can't possibly get in the ocean around the big waves because if you bring a kid out and give them little waves, the big waves are still gonna hit them.
1: Uh, she she has it fenced <laughs> off. With- so she fences off the ocean <laughs> with little boys. Boys, how do you say it? <laughs> Not with little boys, I'll tell you that much. It certainly
2: doesn't do with little boys. It's not with other little children. Other little children are taking the brunt of the waves, so she can make a buck. Buoys? (laughs) Buoys. Is
1: it buoys? But the buoys buoys take the waves. waves. What are you talking about? What I Googled was, and it just says little boys. Like, I don't know. Like, (laughs) the kids are just taking them. Now that I'm reading about this, Dawn, it's not. Yeah, she is a monster, yes.
2: (laughs) <laughs> little kids are just getting pummeled out there. Dawn, <laughs> <stop reading>. wham! <laughs> Another one. That's sad. Yeah, I was all excited. Me and Lily
0: had
1: signed up. I was spending no. thousands and thousands waves. of wow.
0: Well, she's in the clear though, because yeah. she's she's a little girl. So she
1: that's would right. she would the, just
0: get the no
2: problems. Yeah, yeah but I feel right. bad about
1: the. The the
2: little boys. boys, yeah, sure, yeah. little boys. It's almost that's might. a child labor situation. <laughs> See, it would seem that way. It, <laughs> it would, would seem that way. <laughs> it would seem that I, way. <laughs> I'm googling it right now, guys, <laughs> and it's
1: not. It's just coming up error. I don't yeah. know what to do. Yeah, coming
0: We did, everybody. Congratulations. We're going to be back uh, tomorrow with a throwback. Throwback oh, yeah. uh, to um, 2019 when the three of us went mm. out to California. We reviewed a movie called The Night Before. Christmas in front of a crowd. We released that to a thing called Patreon way back in the day, and uh, we're digging it up out of the archives (laughs) (laughs) because the world has never heard about it. Yeah. And so I think it's time. And that I think was a it's
2: Vanessa Hudgens before pre princess switch.
0: I think once something has been an exclusive for three years, it's fair game. You I, can think it. It. I think it's no longer, no longer has to be. So if you've never heard that, it's going to be a really fun time and you'll get a feel for what you're missing out on over there on the Bramble well, Jam, Jam Plus. Plus. So, That's right. Uh, lots to look forward to there. And then uh, we will be back Thursday, the three of us with the uh, Win calls to heart until then, maybe the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas.
1: Christmas.
2: Uh, that
0: sounds fun podcast. It's produced by Tracy
2: Noah's name. It's recorded live in Yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com.
0: You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either
1: way, thanks so much for your support.